Welcome to the Global Missions, Inc. podcast. This episode features Nathaniel Swan as he speaks about arising into our place in Christ Jesus. If you'd like more information about the moving of God's Spirit or resources for your spiritual life, email us at info at globalmissionsinc.org. I want to just uh, turn to some scripture and uh, maybe the, the first scripture I'll turn to is in... Uh, Thessalonians, so it's Second uh, Thessalonians uh, two and two, and uh, that's Second uh, Thessalonians uh, two and two. If you'll just uh, turn to there with me, and it it uh, just is uh, talking about the last days, and uh, I just like to say just what it says here that. Uh, you uh, be not soon shaken in mind or troubled, neither by spirit nor by word, nor as by a letter, as from us, that the day of Christ is at hand. Uh, let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there be a falling away first. He goes on to talk about what happened, what's going to happen. And um, there's a lot that could be said about the last days, um, but I'm not here to really talk about that. What I'm uh, here to talk about is that the fact that there is a necessity of the church to arise in Christ first. And um, there's a lot that could be said about the last days, and especially our hearts uh, turn to that way uh, when there's a pandemic, as there is. But um, we know that there uh, is every century about three pandemics. There was three serious pandemics la- in the last century. And of course, one of them was... Uh, much more serious than even the one that we're in now. Um, But uh, God has been with his people throughout all of these things. And there is one thing that um, God is looking for his people to do, and that's to arise into the place that we have in Christ Jesus. Uh, We are seated together in heavenly places in Christ. And um, God wants us to, to enter into those things and to, uh, to walk in those things. I'd like you to turn to Philippians chapter three, if you would. And in uh, Philippians uh, chapter three, uh, Paul is talking uh, just uh, about uh, the things that, that uh, he is and has in, in, in verse uh, three, he talks about being of the circumcision as Jews that worship God and in the spirit and rejoice in Christ and have no confidence in the flesh. And he says, though I might have had confidence in the flesh, if any other man thinketh that he hath whereof he might trust in the flesh, I more. And then he goes on to talk about uh, being of the of the uh, Israelite nation, of the tree, a tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of the Hebrews, about his zealousness in uh, under under the law. And he said, uh, in, it says in verse seven, but what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ, yet doubtless. I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ, and be found in him not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith, that I might know him, 
and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being made conformable unto his death. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth uh, to those things that are ahead, that which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if anything, uh, ye be, and if anything in anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this to you. Nevertheless, whereunto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us mind the same thing. And, um, you know, he's not talking here about just pushing forward. He's talking about pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And what was the calling of God in Christ Jesus? What is it that we've been called to? The gift to us is Christ Jesus. He is our peace that has broken down every wall. He has made unto us uh, wisdom and righteousness. And uh, we look at all the things that uh, Christ is to us. Yes, he was crucified for us. And yet he looks for us to be uh, crucified uh, with him. To let the flesh pass away. To not have an opinions. It says in Corinthians that uh, um, that because we are alive in Christ, then we are not to live our own lives, but to live unto him. And we have so many uh, voices speaking to us in this age. We have so many uh, voices that are, are calling to us. We have, uh, I don't think there's any been, a, been any time like this where through social media and the different medias we have uh, so many philosophies and uh, so many things to capture our attention. We have uh, been privileged to live in, in a nation which is and uh, a, a country, uh, North America, which is so rich. But uh, those things can be, can lead us away from what God wants. God, God does not want us to become involved in uh, those things around us. I think it'd be good if uh, if we uh, took a look at the the book of Jeremiah. I don't want you to uh, I won't go to Jeremiah right now, but I'd like you all to to read through the book of Jeremiah because here's a um, a story about a man who was a prophet that uh, uh, and there was uh, he was in the court of of Jerusalem. There they were. Uh, between two great powers, Egypt and, and Babylon. And uh, 
they the Lord was uh, dealing with them because of the evil that how they had gone away from the Lord. They worshipped God, but they also worshipped the Queen of Heaven and and uh, Molech and Baal and Chemosh and a whole bunch of other different gods. And God was was wanting them and speaking to them through Jeremiah and saying, uh, you know. Um, repent and come unto me the the verse that describes jeremiah the best is jeremiah 2:13 in jeremiah 2:13 it says uh, for my people have committed two evils they have forsaken me the fountain of living waters and have hewed them out cisterns broken broken cisterns that can hold no water and if you look, if you read this story, you find it so interesting because if you looked at it in the natural, it was natural for them to want to follow or to to yield to Pharaoh and think that he was the one that was going to preserve them. But God was telling them to uh, trust in him, but to, to uh, go with Babylon, to go with Nebuchadnezzar, and uh, he would be, they would be preserved if they went that direction. And uh, in the natural, that Jeremiah was prophesying that, but there were other prophets that, that weren't prophesying according to God, but according uh, to the way they, they wanted, the other group wanted to go. And uh, so they didn't, they didn't really listen to Jeremiah. And as you go there, you see how they are stuck in this situation where according to the natural mind, it seemed that, that there was a way to go, but that wasn't the way God wanted them to go. And I think that's so true of today. We've heard even in the prophecies that um, there is there is a, a natural mind, there is a natural intellect that, that wants to uh, view things, that wants to make decisions, that wants to look and, and compare and and chart a course and look at the best choices and go that way. And we're all faced uh, with that in our lives and all of our decisions. But we have a God. We have a God that wants to take us into a spiritual life, into a life that's far beyond what we can understand, that wants to um, fill us with peace and joy and and understanding. It's a, It's a life that is in Christ, it is Christ himself. And God wants us to understand that, that in that place that he has for us, in that secret place of the Most High, under the shadow of the Almighty, there is a flow of anointing. There is a flow of wisdom that can meet our every need. There is a flow that can take us from the struggles we're in uh, from the things that have happened in our past into complete life and deliverance. Uh, even even as the, the songs that we've heard, he can take us from the miry clay and set us on uh, Jesus Christ and bring us to a place of deliverance. We have before us uh, a way that we can go. We have before us a peace that is beyond understanding. We have a way that uh, we can walk and to walk that way requires us to humble ourselves before God. If we humble ourselves before God, he will lift us up. David 
speaking in Psalms, in Psalms 51 and 17. Psalms 51 and 17 says the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. O God, thou wilt not despise. There is a place where we can yield ourselves to the Lord to submit ourselves to him. And he will bring a victory that is beyond our understanding. We've heard already in these meetings that Christ is the truth. Christ is the living way. That there is an anointing, the same anointing that raised up Christ from the dead that can dwell in us. And we need to call upon God for God to come by the power of his anointing and fill his church. That we won't just proceed according to, uh, just to press in according to our natural abilities. But that we will humble ourselves before God. That we will allow that uh, that spirit that calls unto deep. That spirit that brings in our intercessory prayers groanings that cannot be uttered that brings us into the presence of God, that allows us to know and understand things that are are in the spirit realm, where we can actually be there with God, be there with our Christ. When uh, Jesus was speaking to the woman in Samaria and said, the hour cometh and now is when worshipers when true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and the truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must, must worship him in, in spirit and in truth. <clears throat> he was talking about that Holy Spirit, and we have that Holy Spirit. We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Every one of us who has given ourselves to God is the temple of the Holy Ghost, and we can walk in a way that is um, separate of the of this world we can walk with our feet on the ground in the natural but living in heavenly places in Christ Jesus not just seated in heavenly places in Christ but taking our place uh, at his side where he intercedes for us and the spirit that Christ has given is that spirit of love it is that spirit that will take us no matter where we are I think I'm thankful that uh, has already been told to us that no matter what situation we are in no matter what temptation uh, we struggle with no matter what things uh, come against us we have a way of escape that way of escape is Jesus Christ our Lord and he's uh working in our lives to refine us, even as it says in Malachi 3 and 2, it talks about Christ and how he's coming. He's a refiner's fire. He's like fuller soap. And he's going to uh, come and to to purify the sons of Levi, which are uh, the priests and kings, which we are, as we've heard already, unto him. And you know um, what comes up when you, go to a refining process if you're refining anything it's the dross that comes up first and sometimes we can look at our lives we can uh, look at what's happening all around us and and uh, all we see is dross but that dross is 
is a confirmation that the refining process is going on. And I, I want each one of us, and as we pray for each other, as we pray for God's king to come, to not be discouraged about that. You know, if you look in the Old Testament and you look at the word that uh, God used for cursed thing when he sent Israel into the promised land, he said not to partake of the cursed thing, not to take any of the things uh, that uh, were of the nations that were there. And uh, that word is the same for devoted. The Old Testament uh, Hebrew word is the same word that is used for devoted. Um, They were devoted. Those things were devoted to God. And um, God is is pleased. There is a sweet-smelling savor that comes as we submit ourselves to the process of the Holy Spirit coming in us. And God wants us to leave all of the things behind and uh, to not have any any um, allegiances in this world there is there will uh, be no kingdom come by the things of this world as jesus uh, said to pilate when he asked him about his his kingdom he said my kingdom is not of this world uh, otherwise my servants would fight but as we seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. It is seeking the kingdom or the kingship of Christ in our life that we may submit ourselves uh, to Christ in everything. And that's what pressing towards the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus is. It's allowing that spirit of God uh, to be everything uh, to us, for us to not speak and and to not do until we are led by God to speak and to do. That was the nature of Christ. The Christ became invisible so that God could be visible to all flesh. He came to be God's love, um, made manifest in the flesh. And that's what he's called us to be. He's called us to be love to this creation, to to, uh, be his right hand, to stand in the gap for creation through Christ Jesus. That's uh, why when writing in Romans, um, Paul was able to say, who can separate us from the love of Christ? Can tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? All of those things are around us now, Lord. And there are many people in the world going through those things. Will we stand with them? Will we uh, separate ourselves from the, the wonderful blessings that we have in the natural and share ourselves with the earth, the, nuff, the wonderful blessings we have in the spiritual life, and, and be that tributary, that, that channel to flow onto those around us. Well, if we're going to do that, we have to uh, first give ourselves wholly unto God, yield ourselves to God. The hour is here when God wants us to arise as a church into Christ Jesus, and allow his anointing to flow as it as it has in, in the past. 
what we see in Pentecost, what we what we have seen in great revivals throughout the earth were not unusual things, but the way and and um, the flow that God wants to have in his people every moment of the day. That's why Jesus said to his disciples, greater things than these will you do. God has greater things for us. And it's time for us to separate ourselves, not by the force of, of human power or nature, but to bow ourselves before God and cry unto him for his kingdom to come in our lives, for him to deal with all of the things that, that are happening in our lives and yield to him and know that there is that victory that we are more than conquerors through him. You know, we face every day and we face things, offenses and struggles with our past that if we meditate on hardens our heart and the enemy is trying to harden our heart. He's trying to get us to be uh, offended. But God's word was that through the Holy Spirit, even in the Old Testament, a new heart will I give you and a new spirit will I put within you and I will take the stony heart out of your flesh. I will give you a heart of flesh and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and do them. It's not about, about being right. It's not about being in the right or, or having the right doctrine. It's, taught, it's about walking in the right spirit. And the right spirit is a humble spirit. It's a broken spirit. It's a broken and a contrite heart. And I don't care if you're if you're you have headship or you're in charge or whatever, there's a place for you uh, to be humble and humble yourself. And I know in the in the past few years, I don't see I've never seen in my life more dross come up. I've never been able to look back and see. Uh, such abominable behavior in my life, so such such things that I have done that that uh, are are not of God. Maybe maybe being right in the right ju- uh, doc- uh, judgments and and in the right doctrines, but definitely not having the right spirit. And if you're not in the right spirit, you're not right even if you are right. I hope you understand what that means. You can be in the right, but if you're not in the right spirit, then you're not right. And Amen. It's a place for us to apologize, to, to say our story, uh, we're, we're sorry, and, and God wants us to do that. He doesn't want us to just say, oh, well, that's just dross, or say to our wives or our children or those people we offend, oh, uh, you know, that's just dross. Let's just go on from here. You need to apologize. And uh, if you want to know how to, how to apologize, con- contact David Levson. He's, he knows how to apologize. He's, he's got it down pat. And, uh, and it, it's it, just to listen to him talk about apology and, and the steps that you need to go through to really genuinely uh, say you're sorry and apologize to someone it it's it's just a blessing to to see what he has to say about that but um 
God's Holy Spirit is bringing us to a place um, where we are not, uh, it's beyond, as, as Brother Terry talked, uh, eye has not seen or ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man, the things that God has prepared for them that love him. God will bring us into a peace that is that we can't understand. It is a spiritual peace. That's what he's talking about when he talks in Philippians and says, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God and the peace of God, which passes understanding. It says it right there. Beyond human understanding, we'll keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. God is wanting to his people to enter into Christ in such a way that the words that they speak will be the oracles of God, not coming from from my mouth or from my heart or from your mouth or from your heart. But it'll be the living word that our brother talked about as he began. The living word, the living Christ will be speaking out from us. Oh, the, the place that God has for us is so far above where we are. And God wants us to enter into that place. God wants us to humble ourselves and to call unto God and to say, revive your people throughout the earth. Come, O oh Lord, and revive your people that we might enter in to the glory of God that is our, that we might know Christ within us, the hope of glory, that we may begin to walk and to speak, leaving behind all the things of this world and any allegiance of this world. This world is going to pass away and then there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. And the things that are around us, the things even that maybe we understand of Christianity are going to fade into the glory of being one with Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, and God our Father. Let's just give ourselves over to the Lord and put on the armor of God. Understand what that armor of God is. Understand what he means by love, that love that casts out fear, that, oh, there's so much available to us, my brother and my sister. There is so much that's available to us that as we just reach out to experience Christ, he will bring us into that oneness with him. We have an open door into the holiest of all that Christ went through, but it said that the veil was rent, even his flesh. We are to be crucified with Christ that the life that we live will be the life of the Son of God in us. Let's take that. Let's reach out to God for that. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Global Missions, Inc. podcast. For more information, please visit our website at www.globalmissionsinc.org.